بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم پروگرام ریفلیکشنز اینڈ ایم یور ہوسٹ زبیر اکرم those of you who've been listening to this program before uh, we are um, fortunate alhamdulillah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enabled us to uh, look at his best of his creations prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself and I, i've been exploring with sheikh ridwan muhammad uh, who is with us today as well assalamu alaikum sheikh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh sheikh um, i think I was uh, watching a lot of footage from um, the memorial service of Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday was one of the amazing days. You know, one person who have inspired so many millions that even the ones who are the enemies, they, they, they felt compelled to jump on the bandwagon and they, they, they had to make statements and they had to attend the funeral they, 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 so many profound speeches uh, so much was said so much wisdom was shared and my mind was wondering what is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives just one person such a privilege that millions commemorate him when he passes away what, mm. what is it that happens what makes that person so special that this happens what happened yesterday bismillahirrahmanirrahim uh, um, i didn't actually watch any of the footage i've not had time to but um i can imagine what would have happened um obviously you'd have people from different walks of life in fact you would find people that you'd never have thought would come together in, in the same um, location and for such a grand purpose you had probably sports stars you had people that are into music you've got politicians and there's a bandwagon there in, in a sense where he and has passed away but in 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 the wake of his passing away you you find people um cannot help themselves but to try and um for the for their own specific purposes try and gain some of his legacy as well take some of his legacy but obviously when you look at the person himself um the thing that made him who he was was his courage was his uh, audacity in 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 the face of you know the, the American states at the time when the Vietnam wars were taking place he refused to be um you know drafted into the American army in fighting a legal war um, and that was at a time when he was an amazing athlete, athlete as well because you do if you do watch i mean uh, his mm. boxing before he went, he went, he was um, banned from boxing and afterwards a complete difference so you imagine what would have happened if he'd if he'd remained as he was but the thing is that's not where he, he gained his strength from there's many people sportsmen and women who are alive today and have passed away in the past too have fantastic qualities as sportsmen and women but his qualities and the reason why people remember him is not that you read hear stories of him um receiving letters from people and corresponding with them for 30 or 40 years um every single month individual so in the individual there's a girl 8 years old she wrote to him and for the next 32 years he he wrote back to her every every month Mm-hmm. And that is that is that kind of degree of humility and humanity that a person has through which people remember them 
uh, and this is in fact given by God. It's not even a person's um, you know capacity or strength that does this. Because in the okay, so that, that, that's interesting. You say that that's given by God, and it's not someone something that we can acquire. So mm. I, is that the case that it, it is gifted? It is not kasabi. It is. Uh, no, I, do, I personally don't think it's kas- kasabi means just you, you acquire it through your own, through your own um, strength. Obviously, there are, there are things that you acquire by yourself, and there's you know you you have to, as Mutanabbi say, um, says, "Let Don't don't think that glory and, and and prestige is is like a date. You know, date people are gonna break their fast with a date, sweet dates. Mm-hmm. Don't think life is nothing but eating dates. He says, you will never reach the ranks of majesty and honor and, and respect amongst people until you chew on cactus. Mm. You, know, a, you know, a cactus plant. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody in Glasgow is going to be eating cactus for, for iftar. But mm. he says, if you want to try and, and get to the highest of your profession or have your name written in the annals of history with gold ink, he says, you have to really go through the struggle yourself and apply yourself. Nobody's denying that. Mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. Your name will not be recorded in history. So many great people who have lived, their names have passed away and we have no idea who they were. But the people who remain and whose names are mentioned and always for good are people that have the acceptance of God. And that is, that's not kasbi. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If he loves a person in the hadith of Al-Bukhari, that Allah says to the angel Jibreel alayhi salam, inni uhibbu fa'ahibbu, he says to Jibreel, I love this person, this man or woman, and therefore love him. And he tells that to all the angels in the heavens. Until the and, and that happens that person, because of? Because of Allah's choosing that person. Just divine will. Divine will, that's tawfiq. So, so some, someone has been born with this thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make him elevate in this dunya, and he will become an inspiration for the rest. Yes, because at all points in, in, human, in human life, we have, to, we have people that shine the light on humanity, what, what human being is. And this is the people that, that are, you know, like even people like Nelson Mandela, when he passed away, they, they, they surpass what we expect of human beings in terms of clemency and forgiveness. Uh, and they're, they're always raised up as, as models for, you know, a perfect uh, human being in, in terms of a temporal existence. But in our faith, we have people that have that, but then also are, are blessed with faith, an absolute faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's like Muhammad Ali, he was a person who strove, he, he practiced, he put the time in, he wrote poetry, he practiced his publicity and his wit and his humor. All these were things that he had, but he practiced them. But you can practice as much as you want. If, if you're not given tawfiq by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mm. you know, this is something, this like Imam um, al-Ghanani, he talks about two students who, who, who he knew, who studied the same amount of time, they had the same intelligence, and at the end of their lives, one of them became a great, great scholar, and the other person became a, a, a tradesman, he, 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 nothing happened to his knowledge. Hmm. And when Imam Marghanani talks about him, he says the only difference between the two was one of them used to t- revise his lessons in the direction of Qibla. In other words, he had the etiquette in front of Allah that when he, he wanted to study or sit, he would say, where's the Qibla? And he would sit and direct himself towards that and, and revise his, his classes. And the other person didn't care where he sat, so he, he sat you know, in, in one direction or the other, he didn't really care. That small thing, was that person's intention and through it Allah subhanahu gave that person a grand opening and what we do see in, in, in humanity is that there's people that really shine like stars you know they shine and every everybody who, who are the stars around them become like nothing it's like one of the poets says he says that 
He's speaking to one of the, the kings and he says, you're like the sun and the rest of the kings on this earth are like stars. Mm-hmm. And when you appear, when the sun appears, Lam all the stars disappear. And that's in fact yesterday, you would probably have seen, you know, pop stars, you would have seen sports mm. celebrities, you would yeah. have seen politicians. They're all standing there and they're like nothing compared to the person who is dead now. But mm. what makes that person alive in our hearts is what he stood for. Mm-hmm. And all of these people almost disappear. And when it comes out, all the stars disappear. All these people that are stars and pop stars and sports stars, and they're great at their job and they're being lauded. When somebody of character, moral character, courage, mm. and, 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 and spiritual strength is pre- presented in front of them, they can do nothing but admire that person. And that's why you see everybody just speechless at um, what he could do. And what, what I mentioned previously was that he was nothing but a drop. In, yeah. the, in the prophetic character because if you look but, at any aspect of his life if, you would say every, that. everything on every every one of us and everything we are any good things are a reflection of either Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes or Prophet Muhammad sallam's um, names that were that are ascribed to him mm. so do we see Muhammad <coughs> and Ahmad in him what he did and how he passed away I think you, what you, what you, when you talk about Muhammad Sallallahu the name, you're talking about Allah choosing that name because He didn't want to order you to praise the Prophet Sallallahu He wanted to use a name which would force you to praise the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is the whole point. So imagine Allah Subhanahu Wa saying, praise the Prophet in the Quran. It doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond that. It says, indeed God and His angels send prayers upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. All who believe send Profuse prayers upon him It says forget this idea of praising and, and speaking about him Look we're beyond that We're going to the next stage Which is We need to pray for this person With complete peace and tranquility mm. And rahmah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So But the way is he were told to praise him As Imam Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah mentions In his, his work on the blessings of, of prayer in the Prophet Is that he called him Muhammad Sallallahu So that you wouldn't be, have to be told you wouldn't have to be reminded, mm. but you would actually have to say it. And this is interesting enough, Al-Bukhari mentions a narration in which the Quraysh used to slander the Prophet and speak ill of him. And in our time, this is actually a very important hadith because a lot of people, Muslims feel in this situation, uh, despite the fact that there's an outpouring of, of recognition of Islam during the last week or so, the, re- the reality is that in public in discourse and in politics, in, in, even in academia, uh, even gov- certain government policies are very, very focused upon a- a- an anti-Muslim agenda, and it's similar to how the Prophet was was living in Mecca al Mukarramah. The Quraysh used to say and twist his name because they couldn't say Muhammad mm-hmm. Remember, because if we say Muhammad did such and such, or he's slandering our, our gods, or he's taking making our children become Muslim, or, or the slaves are becoming Muslims, you said Muhammad's doing this. That you're you're actually doing his work because you're saying the praiseworthy one is. Doing this, <laughs> he's telling us to go. He's telling us to break away from superstition. So what they used to say was mudammam. Mm. Mudammam in Arabic means the one who is blameworthy. Yeah. So they said mudammam's doing this, mudammam is doing that. And the person came came to his house one day and said one day and said to his children, they're saying that mudammam is doing this and mudammam is doing that. But I'm Muhammad. <laughs> that is wit And that is uh, I mean that's like Muhammad Ali He had this wit yep. The Prophet had this Amazing purity It wasn't even wit It was purity Where he said They're talking about this person Muzammam And he's apparently Doing all these things But I'm Muhammad So I'm not doing it I'm the praiseworthy one He's saying 
So in a sense, he's not just saying my name is Muhammad, he's saying, and I'm the praiseworthy one. Even if I'm doing what they do, they say I'm doing, I am Muhammad, وسلم, and that is encapsulating you know, everything that we need to know about the Prophet and that what he did, people praised him for that. And what Muhammad Ali did, people will remain to praise him for that. Because what they say about him was that he brought uh, Islam to American people in a way that naturalized it and made it part and parcel of American culture to the point that the greatest icon of America was a Muslim. Think of that, you know, a country which is, you know, waging war against our faith. I mean, in terms of its political persuasions, it, it's its non-governmental organizations, they're all as, as focusedly anti-Islamic as you can imagine, you know, you know, mm. it's a con. It doesn't need to be debated. It's a simple issue, but then they're they're humbled by the fact that they have to actually kneel in front of a person, or and and pray and respect a person who is a Muslim, the only person that every single echelon of their society would come round and congregate around, because the society itself has lost lost every single sense of of, of self um, sacrifice, any sense of direction, and they can only find it from what from a person who's Muhammad Sallallahu who is following, you know, who being followed by a person called Muhammad Ali. And that's a testament to the fact that, you know, in our society, Glasgow, we're in Glasgow, in Britain, why can we not produce these types, these, these sorts of people as well? That the Scottish people look up and say, this person actually represents what it, what it means to be Scottish. And guess what? That person's name is, you know, Zainab or Ali, for example. And that is an amazing quality that we can aspire to, that if somebody who is brought up in, in, in the depth of a ghetto in America where he, that person has no future. Where if the person was, 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 was convicted of a felony, he would be put down into, into prison five or six times more than a white, his white counterpart. If that person could get to the point where he is th- like this, this sun shining in, in the presence of these you know, temporal stars of politics and, and pop culture, then UK can produce that, Muslims in this country can produce that. We have to aspire to that. Because one of the things that names the Prophet is, you know, when we say that Allah is a Rahman, mm-hmm. we can't we can't aspire to that quality of absolute mercy to our enemies and to our friends. Um, we can't do that. But we can have Rahmah. We can have we can be Rahim, and that in in effect in effect in a sense is what we should do. And when we look at the Prophet the Prophet is Muhammad and his first name is Muhammad We can aspire to that name. Mm. And the point is, even if your name is not Muhammad, your name is Zubair, my name is Radwan, um, but I want to aspire to Muhammad, mm. meaning that I want to be called and remembered due to the fact that I did things that were praiseworthy. Mm. And that mm-hmm. means you are Muhammad, meaning that's your quality, that's your attributes. And one of the interesting things about You, you do things names, which makes yes, you praiseworthy. Praise, praiseworthy in front of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Praiseworthy in front of the angels, praiseworthy in front of human beings, and that is the greatest honor that you can get is that you live as Muhammad Sallallahu even if you're not Muhammad. The name is there. In fact, the name of the Prophet Sallallahu throughout Muslim cultures. We go to Morocco, for example. You will find Muhammad. You know, every single person's name is. If you say Muhammad, mm. everybody turns around and says yes. Shubhada. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you want? In Damascus, the same thing. If you go to Turkey. They have such respect for the name Muhammad Sallallahu that they don't call their children Muhammad. Yeah, Mehmet. They call them Mehmet. Mehmet because, remember, if you have a, a blessed name like the Prophet's name and you shout at the person or you show disrespect to the person, in Muslim cultures that was dis- considered to be uh, disrespectful to the Prophet Sallallahu because he shared that name. Mm. And in a sense, if your child is called Muhammad, you're very, very careful how you use that because even a slip of the tongue can mean that you 
inadvert- inadvertently disrespect the Prophet because there's some kind of connection between your your son and the Prophet Ali even even though it's just the name itself. And Muhammad Ali obviously he mm-hmm. had that quality. He had he was called Muhammad and he was called Ali Cassius Clay. First of all, who's who's called Cassius X, I believe. X mm-hmm. is X is a mathematical unknown. And in a, in, in a sense, the nation of Islam had were onto something because they changed the people that became Muslims. They changed their names. Mm. And it's interesting. The Prophet used to do that as well. The Prophet used to change names of people um, based on the fact that he felt that there was a need to change the person's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a, that's one of the quotes of the Prophet that he was a person. In fact, it's not. I never he- heard it or read it being one of the names of the Prophet that one of his names was the one that changes names. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I've never read this, but it seems to be one of the most obvious names of the Prophet. And the one was well, given the prerogative well, to change. What about Mahi? Mahi is it not the eraser? He erased. No, Al Mahi, the one that through which Allah will erase the, the vestiges of, of, of disbelief in God. Is there a shade of that he erased people's names if they weren't appropriate? I mean, you could, but the thing is, that the, the, the hadith. No, it's not a stretch because there is that possibility. But the majority of the hadith, um, because you have this principle in, in hadith, maqbul, which is that if some hadith have have one description of the Prophet as being mahi, for example, mm-hmm. which is the the person who erases something, which is what you're saying, mm-hmm. and other narrations have al-ma'alladiyyuhullahubihilkufr, which is the majority of the narrations, you actually say that the 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 the, the hadith which says he is the one that erases should be understood in, in the light of all the other hadith which is it is a specific quality mm-hmm. he's been given the quality that when he came it's like the sun when it rises the 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 the, the, the stars of disbelief disappear and that was the process from just the moment that he was born um you know the, it's related by ibn kathir imam tabari the effect of his birth simple birth of the process had in terms of the light the the fire of the of, of the zoroastrians going out they worshipped the fire. Mm. You know the the all these things that happened. They happened ju- just due to the birth of the Prophet But the Prophet did, in fact, change people's names, and that's the interesting thing about the Prophet. He changed Zainab bin Jash, who was, you know, the 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 the, the, the you know the cousin of the Prophet whom, whom he married later on. Mm-hmm. Her name was Barra. Barra is um, Barra in Arabic means the one who is pious. Mm-hmm. And the Prophet saw in her a degree of arrogance due to which he changed her name. Because being called Al-Barra, meaning the one that is highly pious, the Prophet did, did change her name to Zainab. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he felt that there was, a, there was a possibility of that name affecting her to the point that she would um, you know, she'd be, be full of herself. Have this kind of sense of pride or entitlement to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Prophet was also very aware of people's names. There's famous hadith of Tamim al-Dari, and the companion of the Prophet used to trade to Syria, he used to come back. A lot of his um, servants used to go with him. One day he came back from trading in Syria to Medina al-Nawara, and he told one of his his servants to go to the mosque, and and, and, he, and he had actually bought um, um, these, um, not candles, but um, lanterns. And for, for, for Aisha prayer, he arranged that they'd be placed in the mosque of the Prophet and the Prophet came out and mm-hmm. he said, who did this? And uh, the, the, his, his servant, who's called Al-Fatih, he says, um, nobody answered, but he he had the courage and said, it was me, Messenger, well, I'll, I'll admit I did it. And the Prophet says, what's your name? And he says, Fatih. And he says, Bal anta uh, Siraj. But your name is Siraj. You're the, you're the light. 
you, you have given light to the mosque, may Allah give you light in the hereafter. The Prophet just changed it there and then. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine that you have the ability to have your name changed by the Prophet. We were talking about the names of the Prophet. But imagine you being told by the Prophet, look, your name's not this, but it's, it's this specific thing. You should take that opportunity to change your name. Mm. Do you understand? You're not going to say, uh, no, I think um, I'll keep my name. I love my name. Eraser uh, is um, uh, This is a name which is actually related to uh, the Prophet coming with a message through which disbelief could no longer remain a plausible alternative for people on earth. Al-Mahi is the one that erases the, the effects of disbelief or the, or the excuse based upon which you can disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can continue to worship idols that you make with your own hands, that you can beseech powers apart from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek them as, as partners with God. That was completely destroyed by the Prophet and the moment that he came as Muhammad and Ahmad. Mm. And in, in the interesting is Muhammad and Ahmad, uh, their names are very interesting because the Prophet is always Ahmad. Before the creation of the world, he, the Prophet was called Ahmad. When he came into the earth, he was called Muhammad because that's when we had the opportunity to see his qualities and see Muhammad and all the perfect qualities. When he passed away in the hereafter, he was called Ahmad. And the Prophet will move him as Ahmad. Until he raises the banner of, of Liwa al-Hamd on the Day of Judgment and he'll be called Muhammad because everyone will then again see his action which praises, which makes you, forces you to praise him And Mahi is related to this quality of the fact that even the Prophet in his perfection as a human being he could not be placed as a, as a, as a partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Think of that, he's Muhammad and he's Ahmad and despite being Muhammad and Ahmad he never called himself to being a partner with God, having the powers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had, but rather messenger of God and servants. Messenger of God and servant. That's his constant um, retort to people. And that is the most perfect way he effaced and, and de- obliterated disbelief, that nobody took him as being the means by which they left belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather, he was the means by which people entered into the fold of Islam. Mm. I am nothing more like the hadith of Bukhari the Prophet said I am nothing more than a person disperses guidance disperses charity and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that gives now that that that's a fantastic differentiation between the qualities of human beings and the qualities of man because at the end of the day we can do nothing except for, to transmit the message to transmit the, the call to the tawheed of Allah subhanahu the unity of God and it's God that gives, it's God that takes, it's God, God that gives life, God that gives death. And in saying that, you are saying that Prophet is Al-Mahi. And this means that, as a Prophet in hadith of Al-Haythami, a Sahih hadith, that this, there is religion, or this, the Prophet had Al-Amr, that this, this, this religion will enter into wherever the night and day reaches. And Allah will not leave a, a house made of of, of straw or, 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 or you know, rubber is actually a, a word which means um, leather or something um, you know, that's not brick except that God will place this religion within it either by the by the the the, the Aziz in which is basically the the you know the kind of force of a person who's who's proud or by the by the the kind of humility of a person who's humble that means this religion will enter every single country, it will enter every single household, and that is part of mahi. 
That's the problem affecting people in the sense that he's a facing kufr even after his death. His teachings are moving into places. And this, in fact, the last two centuries or three centuries, in which you've seen so much money pumped into um, proselytizing Christianity in, in, in Africa, in Asia, in, in the Muslim world, whole institutions, you don't, I need to tell, I don't need to tell you about how many, how much, how many billions of pounds have been spent on that. Despite that, I was living in Yemen, there was people pro- propagating Christianity, nobody became Christian. And Muslims, despite the fact they have no organizational structures, they, people just go and trade and buy and sell, and all of a sudden people become Muslims, despite themselves, even despite our tries, and even despite our shortcomings. And that is, look at that quality of the person being Mahi, even t- to this day. His teachings and what he's done and his legacy, and this is all, remember, every single thing that we do, I do, you do, Zubair, every listener that does, which is good, where does that go to? It's on the, the Sahif of the Prophet It's on the list of his good actions. Now that means anybody who calls to God with tr- truth and, and humility and, and submission to God, the word of that goes to the Prophet before it goes to anybody else. Mm. And it's his action as much as your action. Who taught you how to, to preach towards Allah, to call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who taught you the means by which you open people's hearts up except the Prophet the character through which that's done except the Prophet So Mahi is the one that uses qualities his character, his power, his strength and his mental agility to make sure that Kufr has no means of standing up against him. And that's actually a, a, a frightening name for me and everybody else because it means that we have to face up to the fact that we need to be able to do that as well. Mm. Which means that, you know, you have the the, the, the new atheists or the, the militant atheists that, which is spreading even amongst our community, you have young people that kind of question their faith because Darwinism and even Dawkins and all these people. Mm. And they, they're anti-religion, anti-faith. And we have to stand up in, in, in front of them and be able to argue the case for our faith, to do mahid, which is to efface their arguments. And that is, you know, the process. One thing he did give us was the qualities and the mannerism through which to do that. He used the most perfect proofs against people to the point that they had no answers. And that is, you know, Al-Mahi, if you want to celebrate the Prophet his legacy is to actually take on this name, which is Al-Mahi, which is through da'wah, is through your character, it's through calling people to Islam, is through your character before your speech. And this is why, you know, uh, Habib Qadim, one of our teachers from, from Yemen, he said that the way that that's done is through your etiquette and not through your, your knowledge or your actions. Mm. And he said, it's almost as if, think of it, you're going to call someone to God. He says... It's as if you are, it's, it's like an example of a person trying to cross an, cross an ocean. How are you going to mm. do that? You're going to swim? Mm. If you're going to swim then, and you're going to America, for example, and you rely on your actions, it's as if you're swimming. And he says, and if you take your etiquette and your adab and your intention, then Allah will create an, a, a, a ship for you. And that ship will help you to you know, traverse the seas. And that ship, think of this, the ship will be stronger and faster depending on the degree of your etiquette your adab, your ikhlas, your niyyah, all these things, that will make it much bigger. And in a sense, what he's saying is your actions and relying on your actions, your intelligence is nothing. The, the most important thing in, in, in doing, you know, fulfill, fulfill this name, al-mahi, is actually to you know, embody that quality of character, quality of, of humility in front of people. And that's why Habib Umar, one of our teachers, he said, when you go to the, somebody asked him, how should we, preach to people or teach people in the West he said never speak to somebody and in any discussion who's a non-Muslim except consider that person much better than yourself 
Now think of that. When you're speaking, we always have the complete opposite. We have some kind of, you know, claim to this amazing religion, and we have some kind of prerogative to, to this religion, you know, from birth. But no, he says the person you're speaking to, think of that person as being higher than you in the eyes of God, more, more beloved to God, to God than yourself. A few minutes to iftar. I uh, just want to know, you said, some names of Allah we, we, we can't even begin, or we, we, we can't emulate them because it's mm. for Allah, Rahman. Uh, he is Rahim mm. But Muhammad we should aspire for Ahmad yes Mahi What aspect of Mahi? Mahi we should, we should take on the Prophet's quality of, of, of challenging disbelief In other words The propagation of disbelief We have to challenge that The ideas that propagate disbelief So my love of Prophet For this name should be I need to do something Which emulates a bit of this name Yes, you have to be an, uh, The Prophet said I am the mahi through which Allah has effaced And, and demolished disbelief in God but That means If you can do that as well Then you are sharing in the Prophet's name Al-Mahi, Even a small drop of that ocean But you're still sharing it yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm saying A lot of people that praise the Prophet Just for the sake of it Don't understand these things Which is you, the claim to love Is a heavy claim the claim to love and claim to you know, sacrifice yourself to the Prophet is a heavy one because all these require proofs. You know, where's your proof? Mm-hmm. If you say you love Muhammad, where is the qualities in you that shows you, you and your children, your, 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 your family and your friends and your enemies that you are praiseworthy? That when you pass away, people will stand to your grave and say, this person was a great person. Not because you had a fantastic car with a private registration plate, but because, you know what, when I was in a difficult time, he was the only person that stood there for me, or she was the only person that helped me in that situation. Everybody left my side. That is you being Muhammad, because at the end of the day, the Prophet said that you are the witnesses of God on earth. Mm. And this is why the Prophet Prophet said, a person will be known to be a person of paradise or hellfire, that... If you speak well of a good person who's passed away, or you spill Ill, speak ill of a person who's passed away, that is a proof that that person's accepted by God or not. So when Muhammad Ali was, 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 was buried, and you had people's enemies and his friends having no opportunity except to say that was the greatest person that, that we knew, that is them being forced to admit that this person is elevated in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of his qualities. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.